Blitzhead Live to the All-Pro Capital Broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, the award-winning unlimited salad festival, or decadent desserts, no other dining experience can compare. Make your Tucano's reservation today. BYU's five possessions have gone like this. Three plays, five yards, ending in a pick six the other way. Then the next four possessions, all punts. After three plays, three yards. Four plays, zero yards. Five plays, minus one yard. And three plays, five yards. So on the game, BYU has 27 total yards of offense to TCU's 129. And the Horned Frogs leading at 14-0 heading into quarter number two. BYU, one of the most struggling third-down teams in the country, is 0-5 on third downs today. The Horned Frogs, meantime, are 3-4-5. But their two misses, TCU's two third-down misses, are pretty big ones. And uh, the 14-0 lead, from a TCU perspective, hand should be larger right now. It should. You're sitting at third and a half a yard, and you're able to convert with just maybe a QB sneak or just a downhill dive. All you need to do is just sneak that thing for a half yard. And they tried to get cute to the outside, and then they go to the empty. Now what's interesting is you had mentioned that they put it back out there, and then they motioned back into empty because at one point they did have a back alongside Hoover. Jack Besh was back there, yeah. and he motioned out to the right side, and that is the direction that they threw it at. And it was it was, it was a nice cover-up by Caleb Christensen. I don't want to take that away from him. But it's a strange call for Kendall Bryles. All right, the Kendall Bryles called TCU offense back out on the field. TCU will now be coming right to left as we see it and you hear it. So they're coming toward our broadcast vantage point. We haven't had much action in our part of the field. Again, we're in a high corner, end zone corner here at Amon G. Carter Stadium. Josh Hoover's in the gun. Trey Sanders now to his right hip. First and 10 at the BYU 43. That's right. This is the 43-yard line. Ryan Rico has had an unusual punting day today. Knee-high snap. Play fake. Swing in the right flat to Richardson. Makes the catch, but almost no gain. As he's snowed under. J.P. Richardson the catch. It'll be second down and 10. That's a pass for nothing. Good job fighting off the block. You had Max Tooley in on that tackle. You had Wakely in on that tackle. It's Slade fighting off a block. Slade fighting off that block. That was a really nice group effort. Hoover steps up, resets the frame, and throws downfield to the 30-yard line. A catch is made, a drive back, but forward progress should give the first down to TCU, and it does. It's Jacob Robinson, the coverage on Savion Williams. Savion Williams makes the catch, and it's first down TCU. Well, TCU's nearing the danger zone, the red zone. They're not good in the red zone. They've already missed on one red zone possession today. It's the 29-yard line, first down and 10. And there's a burst by Sanders. A nice straight-up-the-middle run for TCU. Gain of five. It'll be second down and five for the Horned Frogs. Ethan Slade the tackle. We saw Malik more early. He got the start, and he's not seen a down since that first defensive set for BYU, I don't think. Didn't make the tackle. Pistol formation. Give middle... And here we go. It'll be another third and short for TCU. A gain of a yard is all. Maybe two for Trace Sanders. So it is third down and three. And short distances have not been the Horned Frogs friend this afternoon. Third and three from the BYU 22. It'll be interesting to see if they don't get it here, if they just take the points, because they haven't taken points yet, and it cost them last time. 
Sanders the back off the right hip of Hoover. Hoover waves receiver farther left to create twins left and right. And here we go. Third and three at the BYU 22. 90 seconds into quarter. Number two and a deflected pass. A pass breakup by AJ ba- by uh, Isaiah Banya. And now TCU will have to take the points. Third and three. TCU has been missing on short distances so far consistently. And now it'll be Griffin Kell to put points on the board. But TCU will have a lead of 14, perhaps 17-0, and believe it should even be greater. So Griffin Kell will be attempting it from 40, and he is 3-for-3 at 40 and in. This is just inside the left hash for the right-footed kicker, Kell. Snap, good hold, kick is up, and it's good. 17-0 TCU. Griffin Kell is now 8 for 14 on his field goal tries on the year and is perfect at 40 and in. 17-0 Horn Frogs timeout on the field with 13-15 to play until halftime on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Football brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at Siegfried and Jensen. Well, with TCU's pick six to open the game, the Horned Frogs have now scored in 389 consecutive games. That's the second longest streak in college football history. Florida at 442 is the record holder. BYU's offense ready to get back out on the field. BYU trailing TCU by a score of 17-0. BYU's been outgained 150-27. to Back to return. The Griffin-Kell kick are Keelan Marion and Hobbs Nyberg. BYU white helmets, white jerseys, royal blue pants. Keelan Marion accenting his uniform with pink gloves today. And TCU in black and purple here at Amon G. Carter Stadium on a no-cloud-in-the-sky Saturday here in Fort Worth, Texas. Temperatures in the mid-60s, mid to high 60s, and windy. The Texas flag flying nearly straight out here in the end zone. Some uh, special teams miscues in this game. You had a kind of a, a botch punt just off the right side of the foot. You've had a couple of penalties on special teams. And their starting position just hasn't been real sharp, Greg. They could use a little better field position to start out of driving. You want to use minus 17 yards in average starting field position margin right now. That's a danger sign. Marion receives the kickoff inside the 10, gets out to the near side boundary, stumbles out of bounds outside the 30. Good return by Keelan Marion. In fact, BYU's only two penalties on the day are those two special teams penalties, Hans. you got to stop with those special teams miscues. We were talking with Brian Estridge, the play-by-play voice of TCU in the pregame, and he said, yeah, our special teams have been a mess. It's been a really tough thing to get through, and it looks like TCU's winning the special teams battles. That was the first real positive thing I've seen on special teams getting out past the 30. Kingston, Rex, and Hill receiving options left. Roberts to the right. Slovis in the gun. Martin to his right hip. Same offensive line for BYU. TCU's three down linemen. They're going to drop eight. And throwing behind Parker Kingston is Keaton Slovis incomplete. And thankfully it was only incomplete and not picked because Bud Clark was lurking, playing behind the receiver, and the ball was behind the intended receiver. Simple quick slant from Kingston. He gets into route. He's actually got nice separation. Now this goes back to Slovis. Okay, you've got your open target. Put it on him. That was well behind him and above him. That's just a bad throw. 
Second down 10 at the BYU 32. BYU has two first downs to TCU 7. BYU has no third down conversions. They're in pistol. Slovis will turn and hand off to LJ. LJ. Up in the middle for a yard. It'll be third down and 9. And another third and longish for BYU. The Kooks again 0 for 5 on third downs. And BYU's third down distances 5, 8, 10, 9, and 5. And now a 9. And on third down and nines this year, BYU is 1 for 6, including the miss earlier in this game. Slovis shotgun. Roberts to the right. Rex tight end left. And then Hill with Marion wide left. Martin is the tailback. Chest high snap to Slovis. Pressure comes in. It's dumped off on a screen to the right. Martin shakes off a would-be tackler, but is forced out short of the line to gain, running it right on third down and nine. He got only a couple, and BYU punts it away for the fifth time in six possessions, and the other possession was a pick six the other way. So BYU not able to keep the offense on the field and will kick away on the fourth and seven with 12.07 to go until halftime. J.P. Richardson back to return the punt from Ryan Rico. And Rico's punting day today. Four for 41 and a half. This is a guy averaging about nine yards more. Than, oh, that's a miss hit. A side spinner off the foot of Rico. This one short, but a good roll. Was it partially blocked? Picked up, but it's going to be a dead ball where it was touched by BYU. And the blocking at the line of scrimmage. Really on the field. Was the, def- the defender was blocked into it. First down, BYU. I couldn't oh. tell. So BYU picks TCU. up the ball. First down TCU. There we go. Okay, first down oh my TCU. gosh. <laughs> I thought, well, we're the first down TCU. And so the the, the dead ball spot Side is the morning, 38 yard line of TCU. That that came off the foot wrong. Was it touched? I it it looks like it might have been touched. Uh, I it had to either be touched or as the official just mentioned, that defender was pushed into the kicker because it would have been roughing the punter. So he either touched it or was or affected into Rico. It. Either way, Ryan's had a rough day kicking the ball. We're taking a timeout. First and 10, TCU at the Horned Frog Zone, 38-yard line when we come back. BYU's down 17-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Second quarter action in Stillwater and number 23, Kansas, with a two-point lead over Oklahoma State at 19-17 earlier this afternoon. Iowa State winning at Cincinnati by 20. Cyclones win 30-10 over the Bearcats. Back out to Fort Worth and Greg Rubel. Thank you, Jason. BYU coming into this game dead last in the country in yards per rush at 2.3. So far today, 1.4 yards per per rush. BYU is 14 rushing yards, 15 passing yards. BYU's been outgained 150 to 29 with 11.40 to go until halftime. TCU a 17-0 lead early in quarter number two. In the Sunny Dykes era, the Horned Frogs are 13-1 when leading at the break, and they're on their way at this point, it would appear, to that kind of lead, but they're not doing as much maybe the Horned Frogs would say with the good fortune they've been given. It's another strong starting field position situation for TCU as BYU's playing the losing battle in the average starting field position margin game. Minus 15 yards to this point. Here we go. 
TCU with Josh Hoover at quarterback coming right to left as we see it and you hear it here in quarter number two. It's first and ten Horde Frogs at their own 38-yard line. The tailback is Bailey off the left hip of Hoover. Strength left and off to the right. And Bailey gets to the outside edge, gets second level and is tripped up at the far boundary, but not till he's got a big gainer inside the BYU 40. It is first and ten Horned Frogs as the, as the uh, Horned Frogs near scoring territory. Well, Preston Rex made the tackle, and BYU's using Preston Rex at safety as Hoover pumps to the right, pulls it down, now looks left, has a man at the sideline, and may- oh, stepping out of bounds, cannot believe he did that. <laughs> Warren Thompson all by himself and puts his right foot down out of bounds. That should have been a first down for TCU. Simple mental mistake by Warren Thompson. Wide open for a 15-yard gain, and he puts his foot down on the sideline. Thompson was on the backside of that designed play, and as Hoover started to roll to his left, saw saw that he's just wide open. He's standing in green fields. And that's a first down that TCU doesn't get because the receiver was not watching his foot. And now we've got, maybe they're going to replay this and say that a toe get down before the foot went down. Of an incomplete pass on a further review. Okay, so you've got a wide receiver with his back foot in the air and his front foot near the ground. Does the front foot touch down with the toe before the back foot hit the sideline? That becomes the question. They're going to take a look at this. And again, Thompson needed to know where that right foot was, and he did, and he stepped straight out of bounds with it, but did he get a toe down with the other foot before he put that back foot down on the paint? That's what they are looking at. In, in live time, I agree with the call, but on a quick second look. It almost looks like like they might have brushed the dirt with that left toe. Yeah, Yeah. a quick second look, it it does look like that left toe might have got down. Enough for them to take a slower and better look at this to see if that toe did, in fact, touch inbounds. At the 21-yard line, yeah, does Thompson have a left foot down inbounds before the right foot comes down on the sideline? That becomes the question. First look we got didn't tell us much there. It was a little too grainy on the slow-mo. That's what they're looking at. Warren Thompson by himself on the boundary. Mm. Does he have possession with a toe on the ground before a right foot gets out of bounds? That becomes the question. Interesting review here. I'm not sure how I'd call this one either way yet. Hans, what about you? I, Off the second angle here, as that ball comes in, he's got his hands all the way out and extended. I think that's going to be in bounds. Okay, they will say left foot in before the right foot comes out, you think? That's what it looks like on the video. Uh, live, live, it was bang-bang enough to feel like he just stepped out of bounds with it. But this yep. one, you might have a foot down. Yeah, I, you know. It, After it, further review, receiver possessed the ball, yeah. then stepped out of bounds at the 22-yard line. Yeah. Therefore, it's completed pass, first down. Okay, they're TCU. getting it back to him. So, TCU does move the sticks. The right foot was put down out of bounds, and he didn't know where his foot was, I don't think. But the left foot, they say, was down with the ball in his fingertips. So, TCU has a first down at the 22 of BYU. And they're, again, near the red zone, which has not been a good place for the Horned Frogs to be this season, percentage-wise, compared to the rest of college football. Your safeties for BYU are Rex and Wakely. Preston Rex, brother of Isaac, is in the game. Manning the left side of the field. A play fake by Hoover. And Hoover throws. Inters- oh, he picked it off. Eddie Hecker to the 10-yard line. Eddie Hecker the 20. Eddie Hecker 25. And Hecker down. First down, BYU. TCU has simply not done enough with what they've gotten. And BYU's hanging around. It's 17-0. 
TCU leading it. The Cougars are going to get the ball back on offense, and they're still within shouting distance. Great job by Eddie Heckard in this route. He just stays underneath it. He's in a man situation. He's got his safety over the top, so he drops underneath that route and continues to follow, and then he uses his speed. He tips the ball. It bobbles. He then finds it in his hands, and then he goes and gets a couple extra yards. That's just excellent athleticism and great play right there by Eddie Heckard. Sonny Dykes' team is leading 17-0, and he is probably as hot as can be on that TCU sideline. Because that's not quite a red zone, but it's really dang close to a red zone. Time for the Cougars to make the Horn Frogs pay now. As it's twins left and make it trips left and twins right. Empty for Slovis. Slovis, the right-hander, brings it down. Steps up, takes off, dives head first for a gain of a couple. It'll be second down and eight. TCU leads 17-0. And they're moving the ball up and down the field and not finishing drives. 190-29 to is the yardage advantage for the home team. The Horn Frogs lead 17-0 and feel they should be up something along the lines of 31-0 at this point. TCU is running all zone concepts on the outside. They're just keeping a single high safety and they're running zone concepts and it's just confusing Slovis. Gain of two, second down eight. The hand clap, the belt high snap, the play action, the shuffle to his left, the set, the fire. Goes deep down the middle for Epps and it's a flag. Pass interference. Cody draws the flag. It'll be a P.I. and BYU gets 15 yards and moves the sticks. Yeah, you saw right there, this is just um, Bud Clark is basically hanging on to him as he's trying to run. He's just kind of dragging on to the back of, of, of uh, Epps. Defense, number 28, 15 yards with previous spot, automatic first down. TCU's leading 17-0 and in a lot of ways messing this game up right now. Messing it up is a pretty good <laughs> way to say it because BYU has had a lot of self-harm. Their special teams have been brutal. A couple of different uh, botched punts, a couple of flags. The starting position's been really tough. TCU's been in the red zone a couple of times, or at least just outside the red zone a few times. And they just can't get things going their way. Grips a tight triangle formation of wide receivers left. Single wide is actually a tight end. Rex to the right, and Keaton takes a low snap off the turf as the pocket collapses. Ball knocked out of his hands. Is it an incomplete pass or a fumble as it's collected by TCU at the far side of the field? And no indication of football possession. If it's a fumble, it'll be TCU football. And it's called a fumble recovered by TCU. It's a fumble recovered by TCU. The ball came out of the hands of Slovis. And the question is, is the arm moving forward? Is it on the cock back that the ball comes loose? If the arm is not coming forward, it's a fumble and TCU possession. And that's the call on the field. They'll certainly take another look at this one. 9.58 to play until halftime. Slovis has thrown a pick six. Has the ball knocked out of his hands as he tried to throw it to his left. And the ruling on the field is the arm was not coming forward. Fumble recovered by TCU. And the TCU offense back out on the field as the corner Avery Helm ended up recovering the fumble. This is a corner blitz. He just slides off the receiver and comes in. And came around the back of Keaton. It it looks like Keaton's arm was starting to move forward. I don't know why they haven't reviewed it. They are. They are looking at it. The green-vested replay official is still on the field, so no clearance yet. They'll take a longer look. Whirling on the field of a fumble. It's under further review. Yeah, it looks like his arm's coming forward to me, Greg. If it is, it'll be an incomplete pass, and it'll be third down and eight for BYU. Now, the player coming out of the pile with the football was actually Jamoy Hodge. Avery Helm, the corner blitzer. 
was the man that knocked the ball loose, and Hodge came out of it with the football. It was a sneaky corner blitz. It was really well run, perfectly timed. And Walker had him. Yeah, he him did. Go. He did. He just he used the speed rush on the outside, and but it was LJ that had to pick him up. It looked like that arm was moving forward, and well, if it, it is, it'll be an incomplete pass and third down and eight for BYU. And that's what it. That it, look, that's what it should be based off of what I saw on the first snap. None of the replays have showed it well here. But it sure looked like he was moving forward. I, I don't think that ball jostled as he was starting to push forward. So. Yeah, I, I think this will come back to an incomplete pass. It looks like the arm is moving forward. I, I think this will be re, 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 uh, overruled. Does he, does he touch the ball? I'm wondering if the defender's got his hand over the ball as Keaton is trying to release it. Because yeah. if that's the case, it might have pulled the ball. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens down at the field because Keaton Slovis, after throwing that, well, after having the ball knocked loose, took a hard hit on the field, was slow to get up. Uh, Mitch, what are you seeing down there? Yeah, so Keaton Slovis was actually just getting checked out. Uh, actually, by Mitch, the I'm going to cut you off for a quick second. Here comes the call on the replay first. After further review, the ruling on the field stays. First down. Wow. Okay, so they're giving it to TCU. Mitch, carry on. Sorry about that. Yeah, Keaton Slovis was uh, being checked out on the sideline by the medical staff doing some shoulder exercises. While he was doing that, Jake Retzlaff was warming up pretty intensely. He's taken off the colored hat, taken off the penny. Um, I'm sure through this series they're going to continue evaluating whether Keaton Slovis can go. Uh, he was just coming out to throw the ball a little bit. No tent, um, right? We've not seen a tent pop yeah, up. The tent did not go up, so he was getting checked out, not in the tent. Uh, but, uh, you know, could be something to watch, an injury to watch as this game unfolds. Okay, that's Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Kalani Sitake just had a long conversation with the referee, Henry Johns. That review did not go the Cougars' way. And it results in a fumble by Slovis, a recovery by Jamoy Hodges, the fumble forced by the corner Avery Helm on that blitz. And now it's TCU again with that 17-0 lead. Under 10 minutes to play until halftime. And again in BYU territory. This drive starts at the BYU 42. The Cougs have been playing with fire for a little while now, Hans. And TCU has given BYU just enough breathing room to stay within shouting distance. But BYU offensively, no third down conversions and only 31 yards of offense here in the first half. On TCU's field position continues to improve. every, Every botched punt, every turnover that you have, TCU having a chance now to start at the 44 yard line, 43 yard line. 42-yard line, wherever they are, that's a really tough goal for BYU's defense. Bamba has been playing in place of Garrett today. No Camden Garrett. And nickel with Heckard. Bamba and Robinson corners. Hoover on the quick out. It's bobbled but caught. And zipping ahead for a gain of 10 to make it 11 yards on the catch. is Major Everhart. It'll be a first down TCU. First and 10 at the BYU 31-yard line. Ball far hash. The Horned Frogs right to left as we see it and you hear it. Snap. Hoover looks to his right and throws underneath. It is caught at the 10-yard line. Upended first down and goal. The deep down and in. Caught by Dylan Wright. And Wright sets the Horned Frogs up. First and goal from the 9-yard line. Ball between the hashes. TCU goes tempo. And they go empty for Hoover. One of these times empty will be draw. Hoover is in the gun. Trips to his left. Two wides to the right. Throws to the right. Catch made by the tight end. Dives for the pylon. And did he get it? He 
did not. Stepped out short. It'll be at the two-yard line. The catch by the tight end, Wiley, forced out by Ethan Slade. It'll be second and goal from the two. He reached for the pylon, but the ball was, the foot was on the boundary. So, second and goal from the two. Banya out, Mangelson in. BYU has Batty, Mangelson, Mahe, and Cravens up front. Thule and Vongpachan with nickel defense for the Cougs. On a second and goal from the BYU 2, they go pistol, now timeout. Thanks, Sonny Dykesmile, and let's make sure that that short yardage is really locked in for TCU. Now, will this be an official timeout? I mean, the officials blew the play dead, but this won't be an actual team timeout. We're going to stay right here with it. So the TCU coaches back to their team area. No timeout. The clock is wound. 8.37 to go till halftime. They're in the pistol. Hoover trailed by Bailey. Second and goal from the two. Ball far hash. They motion in. Wiley to trips. Tight trips. Left. Play fake. Hoover to his left and dumps it out. Throws it away. Third down and goal from the two. TCU on short distances is having all kinds of trouble today. That's a really good switch in defense right here. Jacob Robinson's going to switch over to tight end Wiley. Wiley is six foot seven, and he's just coming off in a quick flat, a uh, quick slant out in the flats. And that's just a really good job of, of Robinson switching over to him. Empty again on a short yardage for Hoover. Four receiving options left. Quads left, single wide, short side right. Third and goal from the BYU 2. 17 nothing Horned Frogs, 8.20 to play until halftime. Now they switch the formation, shift to tight. And a back with Hoover and flags. Can you believe that? A false start, I believe, on a third and goal from the 2. TCU cannot get out of its own way right now. That's another false start. Fall. Offense, number 16. Five-yard penalty, still third down. As many things have gone the Horned Frogs way here in the first half, they have not taken advantage of as many positive occurrences as a good football team should. And it's 17-0. The score stays. And it backs up to third and goal from the seven now. They motion into a power look. And they're... Set the game clock to 8-17. 8-1-7. It's been a bit, a bit of a mismatch for this Kendall Bryles coached and Josh Hoover-led offense right now. It'll be third goal and third and goal from the seven for the Horned Frogs. Hoover settles in a clean pocket, throws goal line. Wiley makes the catch and dives second effort for the end zone. He got in, touchdown. Jared Wiley helps the Horn Frogs finally pay off a drive. He makes the catch outside the goal line, takes a hit, and on second effort dives to the plane and gets it across for a 23-0 lead with the PAT pending. Jared Wiley with his fourth touchdown catch of the season. He is the red zone king for them. And Jared Wiley goes six foot seven, 260 pounds. So he's a complete mismatch for anybody he's going to see. They love him in the short yard down. They love him in the red zone look. They motion him a lot. He's always moving. You saw Jacob Robinson defended a play. They were trying to get it to him on the play before that in the end zone, before the, the offsides. And they went right back to him. Well, it's now 23 nothing. The PAT to make it 24 and now the score will more closely match the yardage advantage. Yes, TCU should have an, a larger lead, arguably, but let's double back to the point that BYU's done nothing offensively to threaten TCU to this point. 24-0 at this rate will be enough. A bad snap. The placement is good, and the kick is up and good. Nice rescue on the hold there by Jordy Sandy. 24-0 TCU. Well, BYU's being outgained 237 to 31 
and is now being outscored 24 to nothing. So, yes, in one sense, BYU should be glad it's only 24 nothing, and on the other, just simply nothing doing offensively for BYU to this point. Keaton Slovis, 3 for 11 for 15 yards. LJ Martin, 8 carries for 19. BYU as a team is 1.3 yards per carry on the ground. The run game still nothing close to figure it out. And now TCU is outgaining BYU in possession time, which is not normally the case for TCU as they're a tempo, hurry-it-up team. But they have run 34 plays to BYU's 23 and are leading this game in every possible way. Well, TCU uh, is doing a really good job of taking advantage of BYU's safety situation. You talked about Rex being out there at safety. When Camp had broken, he was, what, maybe safety six or seven? Six or seven. He really was. And we've seen them try Wakely, and we've seen Slade, and we've seen – it's just a, a group of guys. Wall's not even here on the trip. He didn't make it. He's, he's got something going on, so Tanner Wall's not playing. Haven't seen Wall today, but TCU is taking advantage – of so many things at the safety position, and then they're really going at Mori Bamba, the junior corner that's getting his first start for BYU. They've, they've attacked him, and they're finding good success. Kick into the wind, so it holds up for Marion from the five-yard line to the 15-yard line to the 17, and that's where he is thrown down. It'll be a long field for BYU. 8.03 to play in quarter number two. This game is a slow-moving game, despite the fast tempo by TCU. As we still have 8.02 to play till the break and a TCU player down on the punk, uh, the kick cover team. <laughs> it is Randon Fontanet that is down on the field That's the Horned Frogs. Hobbs Nyberg just came up and delivered a stiff shot right to the ribs of Randon Fontanet. And I think it just knocked the wind out of him. He's up and off the field and Keaton Slovis is back on the field. Good news for BYU. Wide receivers in the set, Lassiter, Kingston, and Hill for this first down and 10. BYU has three first downs to TCU's 11. BYU's still looking for its first third down conversion of the day. And the Cougs are at 1.3 yards per play. 1.3 yards per rush and 1.3 yards per play. Miles Davis, your player to watch, is to get his first look now. Alongside Keaton Slovis, I think it's his first snap. Hans, you can correct me on that. A toss left to Miles Davis. Davis has room to the run. Davis is on a first down. On his first touch, a 12-yard gain wide open to the left side. Don't know why it's taken until the midway through the second quarter to try to get Davis on the field and see if he can get a little speed going to the outside. But L.J. Martin just wasn't hitting things with speed on the outside. They were trying a couple of different counters to see if they could get outside. But Davis just gives you a little bit more speed. I say keep the hot hand in. Personal foul. Unnecessary roughness. <laughs> Number one in the defense. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down. So late hit out of bounds for TCU, I believe. And that uh, wasn't Miles Davis' first snap, but it was his first touch. And that, that ends up being a 27-yard play. A 12-yard run and then a throw out of bounds on the sideline of the player. And personal foul. So BYU gets the break, and they're nearing midfield. So Greg, of BYU. Greg, with that play, did you just tell me that they – matched the rest of the game's offensive totals Yeah, between that penalty and that run? Nearly, yes. Wow. I mean, the, the penalty won't count as yardage, obviously, in terms of total offense. BYU still at 42, but... My goodness, what's going on? Now the whistles blow. Reset the play clock. First charge, time out of the half. BYU, 30 seconds. 
So we are halfway through quarter number two, 7.28 to play till the break. 24-0 TCU and BYU on the strength of a nice 12-yard run from Miles Davis and a 15-yard penalty. To 7.30, 7-3-0. Has had its most success to this point in the game. But the success is very incremental in a game that BYU trails 24-zip. BYU football is brought to you in part by Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Well, as Stanford showed us last night, a 29-point lead at half isn't enough. You can come back from anything, but it would be really nice to see BYU capitalize on this great start to this drive. BYU's eighth drive of the day. First and 10 at the BYU 42. Slovis on a 3-for-11 passing day for 15 yards as Miles Davis off his right hip. Twins left and right. The handoff to Miles goes short side for 3 or 4 yards to the boundary. Same play as they ran before us. Close to. Last was a toss. This was a straight handoff. BYU's first seven drives. Pick six. Punt, 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 and fumble. Resulting in a TCU touchdown. So it's a a four-yard gain for Miles Davis. He has two touches for 16 yards, make it 15 yards. It's second down and six, BYU at their own 46. BYU has not snapped a play on TCU's side of the field yet today. Belt high snap, fakes the toss left. He throws deep downfield left, and it's dropped. I think it was through the hands of the tight end Isaac Rex down the far boundary. Is that how you saw it? Yeah, right through his hands. Isaac Rex had a bead over the top of his defender and he was running step for step that ball dropped right in the basket and just right through Isaac Rex's hands that is a that is a very untypical drop for him so here it is a third down and six BYU is 0 for 6 on third downs today they motioned to trips right with Marion, Lassiter and Hill the single option left is Rex tight end left. They go to pistol now. Davis behind Slovis. Third and six at the BYU 46. A handoff to Davis and is piled up in the backfield. Squeezes out of it for a gain of yard. Maybe two out of that. Wow. Just to get a yard or something. And now was Aaron Roderick thinking four down territory? He may be near midfield and down 24-0. That was a third and six run of two. It is fourth and four and BYU is going to go for it. Going to keep this team on the field. I, I don't know if he had that in his mind. I I, I don't know if I really like that play call if they're trying to get to the outside there. TCU just bunched up the box. Well, BYU, which is yet to snap a play on TCU's side of the field, is going to go for it on fourth and four, make it fourth and five from the BYU 47-yard line. And they're empty for Slovis in the gun. Slovis takes the snap. And throws on the crosser complete for the first down. And Robert stays on his feet. The 40, the 35, the 30, the 25, spinning, still running, and knocked down inside the 15-yard line of TCU. BYU first down and 10, the biggest play of the day. And the Cougs are finally in TCU territory. The gamble pays off on a fourth down and five near midfield. TCU tried to run a zero blitz. They tried to rush five. They didn't have anything in the backfield. Millard Bradford didn't wrap up on that tackle. That was a great game by Chase. A pump by Slovis. Open left flat as Kingston makes the catch and near a first down on first down and 10 from the 14. It's now inside the 10-yard line. Second and short for BYU. And the Cougs go tempo, showing signs of life, trailing 24-0. The fourth down and five play of the day for BYU. 
Now second down and four. Slovis hands off Davis. Davis middle gets inside the five to move the sticks. It'll be first and goal for BYU. Or did they give him a first down? I think they're giving him the first. I don't know. Look, they're showing third and one, or is this a first down? It's oh, going third, third down and one. And one. Third and short for BYU. Did not make the first down. Third down and one from the five. BYU down 24 nothing. 4.50 to go before halftime, but threatening to score. L.J. Martin with Keaton going under center, and Keaton will sneak. And did he get the yard? They're running in to place the ball from either side, and no indication yet. Looks like they got it. And the referee signals first down, creating first down and goal for BYU at the four. That extra push right there. Keaton takes that snap, kind of leans into the offensive line, and you get just a little extra push from LJ, and you get just a little bit of push from Isaac Rex, and they're able to sneak past that first down marker. Slovis, shotgun, Martin to his left hip. Double tight to the right with Taase and Rex. Pitch left to LJ Martin. Martin trying to run through a tackle at the three-yard line running left, and he's tackled in bounds after a gain of a yard. It'll be second and goal from the three for BYU. Just watching L.J. Martin, there's just a little bit too much pause when he's trying to get out to the outside. He's just got to go, use his speed, get to that corner. Don't try to shift back inside. Put everything you've got to that outside on that toss. Ball far hash. BYU away from us as they go left to right. Lassiter to the right. Marion. Marion right, Lassiter left. Keaton Slovis under center. Jet sweep, Marion inside the pylon, touchdown! Running it left and in for six, and the Cougs have their first points of the game. Keelan Marion with the score, and BYU makes it 24 to 6. They're going to motion Keelan Marion off that wing set. He's going to come across formation, and as they snap it back, Keaton Slovis is going to give a hard pitch look. LJ Martin's going to give a hard pitch look off to the right. But that ball ends up in Keelan Marion's hands in full speed motion, looping around the left side. That's a great touchdown. And that's our first Mountain America Credit Union touchdown of the day. For each touchdown BYU scores this season, Mountain America will donate $250 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And BYU will go for two here, down 24-6. to six couple of good blocks there by Tease and by Kingsley Somata'ea as well. 3.15 to go until halftime. BYU down 24-6. Two-point play. Slovis shotgun. Martin to his right. Motion out to empty. Slovis looks right, throws right, and it is a two-point conversion. Good to Chase Roberts. On the F in Horn Frogs in the end zone, and BYU makes it a two score game at 24 8. Well, best drive of the day by far for BYU. 10 plays, 84 yards, 4 minutes, 44 seconds off the clock. And that is our pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers, Daly's Bacon and the National Pork Board. From farm to fork, Utah pork producers take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make your pork your protein of choice all season long. Go Team Pork for delicious and nutritious pork recipes. Visit pork.org. 
the touchdown run on the jet sweep by Marion, and the two-point conversion from Slovis to Roberts makes our new score 24-6 with 3.15 to go till halftime timeout on the field on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. From Fort Worth, let's pause 10 seconds for station ID on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Our all-pro capital money moment of the game came in our la- BYU's last drive. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All-Pro Capital. The All-Pro Capital money moment of the game was a fourth and five at the BYU 47. A 39-yard completion catch and run. Slovis to Roberts a few plays later. BYU gets in the end zone on a Marion Jet sweep. Roberts the two-point conversion. 24-8 is our new score. And by the way, that Keaton Slovis sneak on third and one was BYU's first third down conversion of the day. BYU now one for eight on third downs and kicking off. With 3.15 to go till halftime. 24-8. Horn Frogs. The Will Farron kickoff. Caught in the end zone by Major Everhard. He'll take it out from two yards deep. And Everhard spun around, dropped down shy of the 20. Not a great decision by Everhard there as the Horn Frogs lose yards. He was minus seven because if he takes a knee where he catches it, they're out to the 25. And TC is sitting here in a 16-point game thinking they should have maybe put BYU to bed earlier in this half. Didn't happen. And BYU comes to life with that drive moments ago. By far, the best thing BYU's done all day. The offensive numbers now read 237 to 100 in TCU's favor. Good job by Jacob Boren getting that stop. Major Everhart had some speed coming downhill. Caleb Christensen is a nickelback. As TCU goes nowhere on a run first and ten. Tyler Batty the tackle. It'll be second and long on the loss of yardage by Bailey to the right side. Fantastic job by Tyler Batty just slanting off of the backside of this play. As fast as TCU goes, if BYU can get the ball back here before halftime and score, it is truly a whole new ball game. A game that TCU had totally in control. Hoover throws to the right. Catch but well shy. Oh, nope. I think he knocked it out of his hands. He's called a good catch on the sideline by Robinson, but well short of the line to gain. So now TCU's got to make three yards, keep this drive moving, or give the ball back to BYU. 2.27 clock rolling here in quarter number two. TCU looking at trips left, single wide right, and Bailey off the right hip of Hoover. they got to make it, and short distance has not been the Horn Frogs' friend today. Third and three. Hoover throws on the down and in. The catch is made by Savion Williams. A stiff arm and gets out to the boundary to the 39-yard line. 13-yard gain on third and three. And TCU moves the sticks. The force out by Crew Wakely. 24-8. TCU leading BYU. Two minutes to play until halftime. Got to start working on the tackles. Jacob Robinson, who's typically a sure tackler, he actually loses the grip and allows another, what, five, eight, eight yards after that catch. Hoover takes a knee-high snap. Will throw to the right. Pass deflected at the line of scrimmage. And that was big John Nelson getting a paw up to knock it down. It'll be second down and 10. Pass incompletion, and the clock will stop at 147. John Nelson's rushing from outside of the guard, and he just starts to rush towards the tackle. 
And as he sees the ball or the, the arm of the quarterback cocked back, he just puts his hands up and gets the nice bat. Hoover and shotgun on a second and 10 from the TCU 38-yard line. Hoover has space to run to the right, now throws on the run, and it's incomplete. Probably the better decision was to run it there. J.P. Richardson, the intended receiver, off of his fingertips. It'll be third down and 10. Oh, a flag flies. Did they hit Richardson out of bounds on the far sideline? Oh, my goodness. The play was made, and are they going to call on Sportsmanlike on Crew Wakeley for the after-the-play celebration here? After the play was over on Sportsmanlike conduct. Number 38 of the defense. Oh, no. 15-yard penalty. And he is Automatic coming out. He is being pulled That's number off the field and replaced by game. Preston Rex. BYU had put TCU into a third and 10, and now it's first and 10. TCU on the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty against BYU. Crew Wakely broke that pass up, and as they slid out of bounds, he stood up and did kind of a sumo squat and threw his arms like a umpire would be yelling, safe. For a yep, runner that's a taunting plate. foul. Yeah. That's a taunting foul. It was in the player's face. Yep. And it moves the chains for TCU. A play fake by Hoover. Hoover throws on the go of the near side. Back shoulder catch made inside the 20. It's first and 10 Horn Frogs. The catch made on the near boundary. A well-thrown ball by Josh Hoover. And caught by Jordan Bailey. Bailey on the reception down to the 13-yard line. First and 10 Horn Frogs, 133 to go before halftime. Hustling off the field and will get off before the snap is John Henry ba- John Henry Daly. Hoover's in shotgun. Bailey to his left hip. The give to Bailey. Bailey has room to the right, steps to a tackle, gets to the 10, gets to the 7, the 6. It'll be a gain of 7 on first and 10, second and 3. For TCU, the clock rolling, 119. The Horn Frogs have all three timeouts left. They've not stopped the clock yet. The clock's running down toward a minute. Good job by A.J. Vompachon to stay on his target. There was a lot of traffic he had to fight through to get that tackle, but he just kept fighting through the traffic to get there. One minute to play. Second down four for TCU at the BYU 7. They lead it 24-8. to eight. A lot of time going off the clock. Hoover in the gun. Chest high snap. We'll give Bailey. Bailey trying to feel his way forward. They have to call timeout now. He's driven back for a loss on the play. And it's these short yardage plays that TCU doesn't not quite know what to do with today. And it'll be a timeout. They've got two more left. First charge timeout at TCU. 30 seconds. Right now, you've got to really pay attention to Jared Wiley. Jared Wiley is your red zone trouble. He's that 6-7 tight end that we've been talking about. He's already got one touchdown today. He had two touchdowns the other day against SMU. So he is a big-time target when they're in this situation. Pay attention to number 19. Did you give us Wiley's uh, height and weight already? Yeah. 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 6'7", 260-pound senior. He's been in a lot of games. He is their touchdown leader. In fact, I think he doubles up their next best with four touchdowns after his uh, fourth that he was able to pick up earlier today. Yeah, Savion Williams and J.P. Richardson, two touchdown catches each, along with Dylan Wright as wide receivers for the Horn Frogs. Third down and three for TCU. Yeah, and it's been interesting just watching what they've done with the safeties. Now they've 
rotated in Raider DeMooney. Raider DeMooney sitting at safety, and he's got man coverage responsibilities. In fact, it looks like he stepped right over top of the target we were talking This is the fourth third down of three yards or shorter for TCU. They go empty. They go slant. They go touchdown to Savion Williams. The lone receiver on the left side goes down and in and two yards in the end zone. Slides to his backside with the football. And the Horn Frogs take a 30-8 lead with the PAT pending approaching halftime. Big-time drive and what an answer for TCU after BYU made it a ball game, getting within two scores at 24-8. It's just too easy. This is way too easy. So Preston Rex is at safety, and he's sitting in the middle of the field. As that uh, quarterback turns, as Hoover turns, there's just too much separation. That quick slant is so wide open. Jacob Robinson is kind of backed off the receiver. And as he pulls into that quick slant, if that safety's not sitting there for some help, you're burnt. PAT try is up and good. 31 to 8. TCU by 23 with 40 seconds to go before halftime. That was a nine play, 81 yard, two minute and 29 second drive. Good looking drive by TCU. A 23 point advantage. And in the Sunny Dykes era, TCU's lost only one time when leading at halftime. They are 13-1 and when leading at the break, and they will lead at the break here today in Fort Worth. There's going to be a pretty tough conversation, I'm sure, with Crew Wakely in that taunting celebration where he stood up. I get it, man. You're full of adrenaline, and, and I've had moments like that when I was playing, so I'm not going to get after him too hard. You just get so energized because you made the play, and it's a big moment, and you're on the sideline. You're around all your teammates, and he stood up and did the safe motion, and that extended this drive. Otherwise, I think that drive stalls, Greg. It was setting up a third and ten for TCU. In fact, it would have been only the third, only the second third and ten, uh, third third and ten or longer all day for the Horn Frogs. By the way, BYU in the Sitake era, when trailing at halftime, has won one of every four games. They're nine and twenty-seven, trailing at halftime. That's a twenty-five percent win rate. Griffin Kell. We'll take something off this one, but still get it into the end zone anyway for a touchback. It'll be first and 10 from the 25 for BYU. Well, Aaron Roderick do here with 40 seconds remaining and two timeouts left. Well, was, one to eight. Took 36 seconds to get things started one time. Yeah. 36 seconds at the end of a first half, and BYU was able to run the length of the field and find the end zone, and it turned everything around. We'll see if they can get aggressive and find some open looks. That was in the last game BYU played, the Cincinnati game, when Cincinnati should have felt like it was farther ahead than it was at that point in the game. Slovis in the gun. Motion Lassiter from left to right. Lassiter without a catch on this day. Slovis on a five-step drop. Bounces on the balls of his feet and throws underneath. There's the first catch of the season for Cody Epps, and Cody's got a first down for BYU, running out of bounds on the right sideline at the 32 well, he'll be shy of the first line to gain, beg your pardon. Not a first down. and give him seven yards. It'll be second down and three for BYU. But there it is, the first catch of the season for Cody Epps, and it comes in game number six. They're just going to run Epps from the outside spot on a drag route. So he's just going to take a three-yard cut in and run that drag all the way across the field, and Slovis dumps it off. That took a long time to form for, a few, for, for just a few yards. Second down three, 31 seconds to go. They bring Lassiter over for Twins right. Single wide is Epps left. Handoff to Miles Davis sweeping left. And a good one-on-one tackle made for a minimal gain. From second and three, it'll go to third down 
and a long one, almost two. And will the Kooks snap another play? Timeout's been called, so there will be at least one more play. Timeout, BYU second of three. Second charge, timeout of the half. BYU, 30 seconds. Please set the game clock to 22. 22 seconds. This first half has taken nearly an hour and 45 minutes to play. It's 22 seconds left in a game that TCU leads 31-8. to And this game began all Horned Frogs. They led 14-0 before the game was five minutes old. BYU's first offensive possession resulted in a pick six. And TCU's played in front the rest of the way. Yardage tally, 3.03 to 108 right now. Yards per play, more than 2-1. to one. Seven yards per snap for TCU, 3.1 for BYU. And BYU's rushing number, two yards per carry, even lower than their worst in the country, 2.2 yards coming into the day. BYU has 40 yards on 20 carries. L.J. Martin, 9 for 20, and Miles Davis, 5 for 19. All right, 22 seconds. It is third down and two. A sprint left for Slovis, backpedals, and then throws it away. And that will essentially signal the end of BYU's first half chances. As the punt team will come out, nothing doing, and BYU will punt it away. And Ryan Rico will make his sixth punt of the first half. Most punts for BYU in a first half of play since UMass 2017. So confused by their pocket selection. They're trying to move Slovis out to the left side, but you've got help from Miles Davis, but then they bring a green dog on the outside and just force that play. Nearly blocked. Rico gets away a decent punt. It'll bounce and get a great roll, a tremendous roll. May not matter as TCU can take an E&N this half. It'll end, though, at the TCU 8-yard line. That will certainly help Ryan's average. Before that, Ryan was averaging 38.8 yards per punt. That's remarkably low for a guy like Ryan. And there are two seconds on the clock. TCU will take a snap and take a knee, and that will take us to halftime. But TCU leading it by a score of 31-8. to So all the stat numbers are reflected in the scoreboard numbers. As TCU's offense will take the field for one snap to get us to intermission. BYU's got to figure out their safety situation in the second half of this game, find something more consistent, something that they feel like can work in protection and coverages a little bit because those quick slants are just burning, burning these corners right now. All right, first half's over as Hoover takes the shotgun snap, steps forward and takes a knee. And so BYU down 23, and TC will begin the second half with the football. So the Horned Frogs' chance to put a hammer down on the Cougs. The other thing that BYU's got to do right now as they're going to the locker room with their corners is figure out how to jam on those quick slants. Because what they're doing is they're running a single safety offside and they're running either a double or a trips receiver, sorry, a single receiver offside and they're running a double or trips receiver far side. They're looking toward the, the the trip side and then throwing back. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens with Kalani Mitch. Coach, tough start to this game. What's your assessment of the first half so far? Yeah, horrible first half for us, for our team. I mean, we got a, a punt tip. We shanked the punt. We, uh, you know, we, we had one return that was decent. Um, on offense, we're not going to move the ball, not getting points on the board. Defense, we're not getting any stops. So, uh, we, we got a lot of work to do. And I mean, 
Fortunately, we got some points on the board, but now we got some work to do in the second half, and we'll make some adjustments, see what we got in the second half. Yeah, what are those types of adjustments? Where do you want to see you, your team close the gap to get back in this game? Fundamental football is just we're making mistakes. You know, so they're a good team. We can't give them layups. We can't give up uh, big plays. We can't get penalties when we when we make a successful play. We just got to be humble and work, keep working hard. But, uh, you know, we got to make sure that everybody does their 111. That's going to be the key. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you, Mitch, with Kalani. Halftime recap after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.